If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County Health Officer Dr. Sundari Mace gave the green light to Halloween trick-or-treating, though with certain precautions. So last year, local health officials discouraged the door-to-door activity because of increasing COVID rates. So May said Wednesday that at this time last year, there was no COVID-19 vaccine to combat the virus spread. Dr. Sundari Mace also said, quote, trick-or-treaters should avoid large groups and should wear a mask that covers their mouth. Before eating any treats, people should wash their hands or disinfect with hand sanitizer. So Mace's recommendation follows federal advice, which is encouraging kids to go out there and enjoy Halloween. We were talking about Dr. Fauci yesterday and how he gave the green light. So does Dr. Sundari Mace. Yeah, so just same as always, wash your hands. Wear your mask. Uh, Well, the cat is out of the bag. In a post on the official Hicks Tape Instagram, we have some new details on Hardy's latest project, Hicks Tape Volume 2. So the post is kind of funny. It says, here are the tracks, dates, and artists on each song. We aren't sure how this got leaked exactly, but we have some suspects. Ooh. So with red pin marks that point to Midland's song with Marty Stewart set to be released this Friday called Break Your Own Damn Heart. Let's assume that they're the likely culprits of this leak. <laughs> but with a new song coming every Friday until December 10th and the final track featuring Hardy, Morgan Wallen, and Chris Shefflett called Going Nowhere, it looks like we're in for some really good tunes to carry us through the end of the year, which I think we all need. You can see all the collaborations and their release dates right now at froggy929.com. Uh-oh, rivalry alert. After 23 intense games between the Dodgers and the Giants this season, it's fitting that the last epic battle with the two teams that are the best in baseball this year are coming down to one last game in the postseason. So the final game of the series is tonight against the Dodgers and the Giants and one team season will also end tonight. So the Dodgers avoided elimination with a 7-2 win in Tuesday's night's game at Dodger Stadium. But guess what? They gotta come to Oracle Park tonight. I hate to say this, but the Dodgers are favored in Las Vegas and I can't wait for the Giants to prove Las Vegas wrong. Tonight's game will start at 6pm at Oracle Park on T. B.S. I can't wait. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9. I feel like I have no hobbies, no interest, no zeal to do anything. Um, so is there something wrong with me? Because sometimes I get off work and I just don't want to do anything. And I've kind of always had this idea that I like need to have a hobby Like, it defines me, Mm -hmm. who I am. But lately, I just haven't wanted to do anything extra. I'm just like, I need to relax. What about your candle making? I mean, I did that once, and I thought about getting back into that, but I was like, no. If you don't have, like, a (laughs) desire to do it again, it's not the hobby for you. And hobby, by definition, is something that people enjoy away from the humdrum of work life. So the idea is that it allows for a certain amount of rest and uh, recreation. Yeah, that's what I'm... See, that's what I'm thinking. Like, nothing makes me feel rested. I just want to chill. Just want to (laughs) hang. I just want to watch TV. Yeah. And I guess that could be my hobby. That I watch TV. Could be. I kind of feel like it's always been. And, you know, I'm someone who I believe that hobbies are incredibly important. 
But I'm saying that as someone who also doesn't have any <laughs> hobbies. I want to have a hobby, and I truly believe it's important, but I don't have one. I, I've always been doing stuff my whole life. So maybe that's what it is. I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done with doing all the extra stuff. Yeah. I just want to chill. I, uh, I maybe think, with my dog. I think <laughs> unless it's something that you find in your life that you genuinely want to go do or do even at home, that's what defines a hobby. If it feels like a task, it's not a good hobby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're getting some messages right now on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Victoria from Sonoma said, no, nothing is wrong with you, Amber. You're just being lazy because you are comfortable with where you are. Get out of your comfort zone. All you need is discipline. That's it. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark from Petaluma says, Who's to judge what is and is it a hobby? Perhaps the technology we engage with, that's considered the replacements for real hobbies. That's our generation's new hobbies. Andrew from Santa Rosa said, there's nothing wrong with you. Sometimes even in the continuous performers go through a slow phase in their life. Some people go through a slow phase and enjoy the slow phase forever. It's all up to you to decide what is enjoyable for you, Amber. You need not to make a hobby just for the sake of having a hobby. Aww. And I think that's Thanks, an incredible... Andrew. <laughs> Andrew's got a great point. You don't need a hobby if you don't want to do the dang thing. Yeah. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Have you ever had a wild animal or a pest inside your home? What happened? On the phone right now, we have Carly from Sonoma. I'm hearing something on the front porch and look outside and my sister had left the cat food on the front porch and Uh there was a skunk dragging it off the porch. (laughs) Oh, I just let the skunk take it. <laughs> Just let them have it. Yeah, at that point, you don't want to chase it down. You yeah. don't want to get sprayed or anything like Goodbye. that. Uh, I came across it. a story right here in Santa Rosa where our studio is, and it made me squirm because I am terrified of snakes. So, a woman in Santa Rosa called a reptile rescue after she found 90 snakes underneath her house. Only 90? 90. That's it? Nine zero. Wow. <laughs> That's it. Just 90, very <laughs> casual. And uh, there was a snake den underneath where 59 baby snakes were there and 22 adult snakes were there. And a person came back the next day to find 11 more snakes. And uh, the woman doesn't want to be identified at this time because she doesn't want her neighbors to panic. Oh, well, I think that's really kind. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm panicking and I live in Santa Rosa, even though this isn't in my neighborhood. I'd be a liar if I, I mean, say I'm not going to go on the Zillow app after this and look for apartments in Petaluma. You're crazy. <laughs> they're not going to come to your house. Oh, they're, they're going to They're not going to come to your two-story apartment and like, <laughs> if, <laughs> like climb up the stairs and like, if I we're wake, here. If I wake up and there is a snake looking at me outside my window on the second floor... I'm going to hold you accountable for those words. Oh, well, I, was, <laughs> I was reading this story earlier, and the guy said the majority of the snakes are, quote unquote, fairly mellow in nature. Some you can pet and some you can't, which I thought was funny because I was like, I'm good on that. Like, I'm not going to pet a venomous snake. Yeah, no one's exactly <laughs> hanging out with a venomous snake. And I am absolutely terrified of snakes. If I see one snake around my place, I'm I'm not going to move out or anything, but I'm going to be freaked out. Just knowing that there's 90 snakes in someone's (laughs) home here. We used to find snakes around our house growing up all the time. That's why I can never move to the south. (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. That's why. Not. That's why. <laughs> no one wants you there anyway. It's fine. <laughs> what, what'd you do about the snakes? <laughs> um, some we just had to get rid of them. Like sometimes my dad would like grab a shovel and scoop it up and put it back in Ugh. the put it back in the woods. Ugh. As we called it, or the See, cat, we'd let the cat out. <laughs> <laughs> just let the cat deal with it. It's got it. Woo! Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee and Froggy ninety two point nine. We all know this sports rivalry gets rivalry. <laughs> we all know this sports rivalry always gets pretty heated uh, as the Dodgers fought to stay alive in the postseason on Tuesday night. Fans were fighting each other in the stands. I saw those videos. There, Yeah, so there is some footage. You can see two men both dressed in Dodgers gear arguing with each other, which is questionable, uh, before one of the men unloaded a right hook on the other's face and then all hell broke loose before security broke it up. But uh, the fight happened. But as for the game, Tanner, what happened? The Dodgers won against us 7-2, to and we're now having a winner-take-all game tonight in Oracle Park, and I wouldn't be surprised if some fights happen tonight, too. <laughs> well, Tanner, have you ever gotten a fight over sports or a sports team that you're passionate about? Well, the most passionate is the sports team that you're on. Yeah. It, it was third down. I was a sophomore in high school for my football team. I knocked a ball out of a wide receiver's hands, and I was excited, so I celebrated a little bit. The guy just punched me right in the throat. Oh, my gosh. A throat punch? And I was like, <laughs> And then, then I, Did you pass out? I I thought I was going to, and uh, the penalty was thrown and everything. And my coach goes, goes, good job. We got the personal foul. I was like, who needs a windpipe anyways? <laughs> yeah, I don't need my throat, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. What about you? Um, I almost got into a fight at a Georgia-Florida game. Uh, someone started try- trying to fight the girl next to me, so a lot of hands were being thrown, Ooh. and I, w- I was ready prote- to protect myself at all costs. Yeah. I was like, I've never been in a fight before, but whatever I have to do to protect my face, <laughs> then that's good. It's about to go down. Jaw. The floor, where they do the, the chop thing, they were trying to do that on you, maybe? <laughs> yeah, they better not. Get that thing out of my face. Well, I, I, we asked about this on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Have you ever gotten into a fight over a sports game or team? John from Petaluma said, never physical, a few verbal. I had an idiot in front of me yelling at a 49ers game once after every single play and accusing us of cheating. At halftime, I had enough and told him to shut up. Ooh. You tell him, John. Lauren from Sebastopol says, I got into a screaming fight with my son's soccer coach once. I typically don't lose my cool, but he was encouraging the kids to play rough or illegally. And Pete from Santa Rosa said, I was at a Giants game a few years ago and a guy behind me punched my butt. I said, whoa, take me out to dinner first. <laughs> and he also said he didn't like that either. <laughs> Get up. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So are we canceling the word aliens now? Actor and singer Demi Lovato has a new idea about extraterrestrials. Now Demi, whose whose pronouns are they them, made a bizarre plea to us earthlings during an interview with the Australian outlet pedestrian.tv in which Demi says the term alien itself is offensive. This is what Demi said. I think that they have, we have to stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term for anything. That's why I like to call them ETs. 
Now, the word aliens has been a hot debate over the years, as many people have deemed it derogatory, uh, you know, to use towards illegal immigrants. Now, I'm personally fairly certain, like, if you use it and you understand the context and in the right context, it shouldn't be a problem. Like, if you were referring to extraterrestrials, um, if you were referring to otherworldly beings, then it shouldn't be offensive. But a lot of people don't use that word to describe extraterrestrials anyway because it simply isn't accurate. Um, Now, I've looked on some... You know, message boards, people that are, you know, into extraterrestrials and things like that. And people are just simply saying, you know, I I don't agree with this, that I think that as long as we call them aliens and we're referring to extraterrestrials, it's okay. Um, I mean, I'm scrolling through these comments right now and uh, Ruby from Katati actually sent us a message and said the girl is already on a different planet, but I dislike the term as well. I've been using the term off-worlder or extraterrestrial for over 10 years now. Uh, Daniel from Windsor says, we wonder why there's been no real contact. They just cruise by, shake their head, and go, nope. Uh, Michelle says the word alien refers to something or someone that is unusual or strange, out of the ordinary, etc. She says rich people have nothing better to do with their time and money than saying dumb stuff. Now, I, I just Googled alien definition. The first definition is belonging to a foreign country or nation. The second definition is a hypothetical or fictional being from another word. Now, I know the English language is ambiguous. You can use the same word that means different things. But what are we doing here? Do we plan on ditching the word aliens? I mean, there's no word if the aliens have something to say about this themselves. And yes, we are listening. Uh, Demi's new show, Unidentified with Demi Lovato, is streaming now on Peacock if you're interested in watching. But if you're interested in participating in this conversation on whether the word aliens is derogatory or not, call right now. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Halloween is a night for evil. Halloween is Satan's night. You're the scariest man I know. For one night, you could be anyone you want. And I am still trying to decide on my costume. If you're going to steal your kids' Halloween candy, here are the ones they're going to be the most upset about. So someone asked 700 kids between 8 and 14 and gave them a series of candy matchups. And they have decided what the top five Halloween candies are. Okay, at number five, it's Kit Kats. At number four, Hershey Bars. At number three, Milky Ways. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Number two of kids' favorite Halloween candies, M&M's. And the number one favorite Halloween candy from all the kiddos, the little monsters out there, is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Reese's, Reese's, Reese's. Tomato, tomato, you know. Uh, (laughs) Reese's. Do you agree with this list that Reese's should be number one or maybe something should be included in the top five? Absolutely, I believe it should be number one. I've seen other lists about Halloween candy, and I'm just surprised that Reese's peanut butter cups are not always number one. I'm surprised that two candies didn't make the list. I am surprised that Snickers isn't in the top five. And I'm also surprised, appalled, and shocked 
that Twix isn't on the top five because Twix on my list is number one. Yeah, Twix is great, but I'm also a weirdo and I like uh, mounds and almond, mounds? And almond joy. Ew. <laughs> With the coconut. Ew. It's so good. That's I love it. That's your favorite? Yeah. Well, thankfully, you weren't asked to participate in this uh, kid survey. Well, I'm also not a child, so You're does not. it really matter? <laughs> as far as I know, well, I'm a grown woman. This just goes to show that the day, if you decide to ever have kids, that you can steal from your kid's Halloween basket and they won't care. I could probably steal the mounds from anyone's Halloween <laughs> basket and they won't care. <laughs> Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Science fiction met reality when Star Trek's Captain Kirk, actor William Shatner, successfully launched 66 miles above the Earth aboard a ship built by Jeff Bezos, uh, the Blue Origin Company. Millions watched as William Shatner went into space yesterday aboard his new Shepard rocket. Uh, now, when William Shatner emerged from his capsule post-flight, he was very emotional. He's very tearful. And here's how he described space. What you have given me is the most profound experience I can imagine. I'm so filled with emotion about what just happened. I, I just, it's extraordinary, extraordinary. All, almost just a lack of words. He said the colors were incredible. I'm jealous. I'm jealous, too. <laughs> Is he going to start doing Priceline Negotiator commercials for trips to space? Maybe. Priceline I mean, Negotiator. Well, if you could go to space and someone were to pay for it, kind of like this situation, Tanner, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I want to go to space so bad. I would pay someone, probably not that much, so I can still pay my rent to go to space. <laughs> In a heartbeat. Uh, if someone was like, hey, Tanner, you want to go to space? I'd say, name your time and place. I'm there. Okay. We have Alicia from Occidental on the phone. Alicia, uh, what do you think about this? Hands down, I would. That would be an awesome experience. Especially The biggest part that I would be excited about would be zero gravity and just floating around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only issue I have is the fact that celebrities have all these exorbitant amounts of money to just be able to do what they want to do but it's Shatner so I have like been keeping my ear on the ground about that just because it's William Shatner Amber and Tanner in the morning they're the first voices I hear in the morning makes you forget you're in traffic brightens up your day on Froggy 92.9 Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9 Today on The Neighbor's Feet, we're calling Lucas. Lucas recently had his phone repaired, and how did he get himself banned from that store? Well, Barry Martindale's going to create a situation. Hello. Hi, is this Lucas who resides in Katati? Uh, yes, may I ask who's calling? My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I have been hired by the Sonoma County Division of Apple to talk to you about your phone repair that you had by an Apple genius. Oh, um, yeah, what's what's going on? Uh, what, what, what happened? What's up? Well, unfortunately, uh, I have some bad news for you. You are now banned from all Apple stores in Sonoma County um, after your, your repair. Hey, because an Apple genius was going through your phone and found some uh, very offensive memes and other content. Well, well wait, what, what, what is an Apple genius doing going through 
my phone's photos and like private content. What is, what is that about? It's a new safety protocol for Apple to ensure that users are staying up to par to their standards. And what we're what doing? Safety pro? No, what safety protocol for what? For their standards and what is deemed as okay to do. They can't do that. I understand your frustration, sir, but at the same time, they were there was some very offensive material on your smartphone. Oh, dude, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, my privacy's been violated. I didn't give any authorization regarding that. Like, I'm not an idiot, dude. Like, no, no. Well, personally, looking at the material on your phone, I do think you're an idiot. I, okay, look, the fact that you're looking at my shit too, like, you have no consent for that. So, like, no. Like, sorry, I should be calling a lawyer to talk to you about a countersuit. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Yeah, something smelled fishy. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Looking for a fun outdoor game and activity. We asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. Jackie from Pengrove said cornhole. Get special boards made with your faces on them. Oh, faces. Yeah, that'll give people too much of an opportunity to take out their aggression on my face. <laughs> so Micah from Roner Park says pop darts. You'll love this game. It's fun. And Shannon from Petaluma said big Jenga and decorate the bricks. Oh, I've seen that. So like you, you have to like chug a glass of water if you pull out like one or something like that it's like a oh you, just water huh i just <laughs> trying to be pg tanner everyone's trying to get hydrated <laughs> and this is for your engagement party right exactly so um cole's mom is throwing my fiance's mom is throwing this engagement party and she texted me yesterday and said hey any ideas for games would be great i got an idea what you got i think you're gonna like this what about like Pin the tail on the coal. So you do You're a, so get stupid. So you get <laughs> You're a, so stupid. You get a cardboard what? cut out of coal, you put it on a wall, and you put like a little tail and you and you maybe glue some like Dollar Tree rings on it. You pin the tail on the coal. And then every time you it pins, it, you put a little sound box behind it and it's coal going, oh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's anything he says. I don't know. <laughs> oh, darn it. Oh, whippersnapper. Oh, whippersnapper. You just assume that all like, Southern people talk that I, way. I like it. I like it. And honestly, not a bad idea. Thank you. I don't know how much crafting that would take, but I, I could make it happen. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I, I told Cole's mom, I said, I hear kick the can is great. It's a game of skill, strategy, stealth, and stamina and i put what she responded with in there tanner she said i'm pretty sure with this crew there will be plenty of empty beer cans to kick (laughs) amber and tanner in the morning they're the first voices i hear in the morning makes you forget you're in traffic brightens up your day on froggy 92.9 do you allow your kids to swear I was at a restaurant in Santa Rosa earlier this week and I was sitting at a table and a family was behind me I heard their kid swearing like a sailor and I feel like when it comes to swearing there are like levels of bad words yeah 
This kid was crisscrossing all around the levels of bad words. Oh, man, just saying it all, huh? This kid cusses more than anybody I've ever heard in my entire just life. Just let it loose. So I wanted to see how old the kid was because it sounded like a kid. So I got it from my table, acted like I was going to the bathroom. Real smooth. Super smooth. You're a sleuth. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Uh, <laughs> Super <kid>. spy. <laughs> the kid was like 10 years old, Amber. Yeah, like 10, I'm not surprised by this. 11, 9. And I thought to myself, my mom would have scrubbed my mouth out with soap if I was swearing like that. Not only in our home, but especially in public. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would just get yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> let's start. Well, go go ahead. ahead. No, you go. You go. Let's start to Sonoma <laughs> County right now. Do you let your kids curse? I let my kids swear. Why? <laughs> but, but because they they don't they know when not to because they don't do it in, in, when we're in public and they don't do it when we're around older people or and so so I yeah. And out of curiosity, how old are your kids? Well, 22, 18, and then 14. But they've been swearing since they were younger. Gotcha. Well, that's at least they're respectful enough to understand you know right. time and place. Yeah. Right. Now I wouldn't say I was allowed to cuss as a kid. But I definitely did cuss as a kid. <laughs> and my mom would be like, I ever see Yara Henderson. And I'd be like, what? She's just like, why are you saying that? I'm like, who do you think I got it from? Yeah. You. So like what you, they hear everything. Yeah. I, I mean, heard that, everything. I mean, kids truly are sponges. <laughs> I'll never forget when I tried to test the waters to see when I could cuss in front of my mom. And uh, I was 15 and I tried to say the S word in front of my mom. And she goes, I don't know who you think you are, but you're not talking like that Ooh. in front of me. And I cuss in front of my mom now and it's fine. But like, it's a weird line when you're that age. What if you were like, Tan- Tanner Edward Ch- Chambers? <laughs> I don't know who you think you are. Your son. Your son. Get all upset. <laughs> Cry. Yeah. She feels bad. Uh, getting some responses on Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Should you let your kid cuss? Nick from Santa Rosa says, absolutely not. <laughs> Darlene from Belluma says, my eight-year-old, no. She knows better. Fifteen-year-old, not so much. Um, my fiance's mom actually commented, uh, her name is Lisa. And she said, not when they were young, I tried to stop them, but to no avail when they were in college. And now I just bleep their explicitives in my mind. (laughs) All the things all morning. Oh, literally makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Coming to the Chase Center along with the band Camino and Ingrid Andrus on October 20th is Dan Dan and Shay! Tickets are available right now at Ticketmaster.com, but here on Amber and Tanner in the Morning, we have your shot to win right now. You just have to call in and compete with me, 636. One hop, here we go. It's the Amber Show now. Hi, it's Bianca calling from Santa Rosa. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. This is, this is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back in the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Okay. 
Now, before Amber leaves the studio, you want to talk some smack to her for a half a point bonus? Let's hear it. Definitely. You're going down, Amber. Bring it on. Yeah. (laughs) Half a point bonus rewarded. Here is question number one for you. Chris Hemsworth is in talks to return for three more Thor movies. Is Thor in the Marvel or DC universe? Marvel. That is correct. One for five right now. Question number two. EA Sports is removing John Gruden from the Madden 22 video game. What team did John Gruden coach? The Raiders. That is correct. Two for five. Here's question number three. Jimmy Allen danced to the hit Bad Guy on Dancing with the Stars this week. Who sings the song Bad Guy? Uh, uh, Eric Church. That is incorrect. Still two for five. Here's question number four. Adele announced her fourth studio album, 30 is arriving on November 19th. Finish the Adele lyric, never mind, I'll find someone blank. Like you. That is correct, three for five, and here's question number five. Brad Paisley says that he doesn't like award shows. Brad Paisley co-hosted the CMAs for 11 years with which country artist? Oh gosh, uh, Eric Church. That is incorrect. I'm gonna bring Amber back in the studio. Amber, our friend got three and a half out of five. We go. Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> no. All right, here's question number one. Chris Hemsworth is in talks to return for three more Thor movies. Yes. Is Thor in the Marvel or the DC Universe? Marvel. That is correct. One to one is the score. Question number two. EA Sports is removing John Gruden from the Madden 22 video game. What team did John Gruden coach? The Raiders? That is correct. Two to two is the score. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Question number three. Jimmy Allen danced to the hit Bad Guy on Dancing with the Stars this week. Who sings the song Bad Guy? Billie Eilish. That is correct. Amber, you are up three to two. Here's question number four. Adele announced that her fourth studio album, 30, is arriving on November 19th. Finish the Adele lyric. Never mind, I'll find someone blank. You, <laughs> it's nothing but the best. Okay, I'm done. It's you. It's not just you, so that's incorrect. It's like you. I thought you said like. No? No, I don't he think didn't? so. Are you didn't? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Amber, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to give you an X there. Three to three is the mm. score. And here's question. Something suspicious over there. Something saucy. Here's question number five, and it all comes down to this. By the way, I'm going to apologize ahead of time if I did accidentally say like. Uh, Brad Paisley (laughs) says that he doesn't like award shows. Brad Paisley co-hosted the CMAs for 11 years with which country artist? Reba McIntyre? That is incorrect. I was looking for Carrie Underwood. Oh, man. Bianca. Guess what? You got three and a half to Amber's three. You are now the champion of the Amber Showdown. Yay, thank you. Not only are you the champion of the Amber Showdown, you've won two tickets to see Dan Dan and Shay. Oh my gosh, awesome. Thanks, guys. It's going down at the Chase Center, October 20th. The band Camino will be there. Ingrid Andress will be there. And you will be there, Bianca, but you have to say the phrase. I'm smarter than Amber. Woohoo! You're going to see Dan and Shay at the Chase Center on October 20th, thanks to which morning show? With Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. What is the most brutal insult a kid has ever dished your way? Kim Kardashian was on Ellen and was talking about how her daughter North likes to insult her when they get into arguments. Every time I get into some kind of disagreement with my daughter North. She thinks this is a dig to me. 
and she'll say, your house is so ugly, it's all white. <laughs> Who lives like this? She just thinks it like gets to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it, it happens. Sometimes kids are just mean. <laughs> Amber, yeah. have you ever been insulted by a kid or a child or even a teenager? Oh yeah, <laughs> all the time. Uh, one that I remember that sticks out to my head is I was a camp counselor for a little while and one of the kids uh, <laughs> said that you look better without your glasses on. You look so much prettier without your glasses on. And so then I got LASIK. Yeah. <laughs> More of the story. You I thought got about LASIK. that for years. I did. I was like, well, I need them to see. Yeah. All right, what about you? Well, for me, uh, when I landed in Hawaii, I was meeting up with my girlfriend's family, and my girlfriend, of course, there, and her little sister went, Tanner, you have a big zit on your neck. What's going on with that zit on your neck? <laughs> Can I pop it? No way. <laughs> said, said, she asked that. She did. I said, Bailey, mind your P's and Q's. <laughs> Stay away from my zit. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, kids are just mean sometimes, man. And uh, how was your kid mean to you? Right now on the phone, we have Caroline from Santa Rosa. My oldest, after giving birth to my youngest, still to this day, nine months later, will sit there and squish my extra belly skin and tell me that I feel like a jelly donut. But he makes it up by being really sweet and looking at me and go, I like jelly donuts. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.